Yo, what is good, Crip King? What's Not good, much, brother? Man. Nothing much. Crazy, man. right? Crazy uh, times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my Web2 job this morning is building an Excel spreadsheet to calculate annual percentage rate on auto loans. That's what I'm doing this morning. So it's been a it's been a fun yeah, one. It sounds like fun. I actually love building Excel uh, spreadsheets. Programming, programming them up and stuff like that. It's pretty awesome. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing it for the company I work for. You, at. but it, no, it's a good morning. You know, like everything's good. You know, excited to be back and give you know good information. That's what morning. I'm talking about. Welcome to the Web Three Daily Buzz, guys. Let's go. All right, give us the give us the uh, obviously uh, give us the sixty second, ninety second overview of the market right now, my man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, last 24 hours, uh, coin, uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum kind of bounced back. Uh, currently sitting 16,642.71 uh, on Bitcoin, Ethereum 1201.13. When I say bounce back, when the uh, stock markets opened up, we saw a little dip uh, from that happening. Well, that dip has bounced back. Uh, other news around the market, uh, China first national NFT marketplace to launch next week. Donald Trump's uh, uh, floor prices are up 80% in the last 10 days. Um, Kronos is launching a dApp for uh, a, a project called VVS Gachi. And then Midas NFTs offer core mainnet airdrop. Uh, those are things to look into. As always, do your own research. That is the market recap. Back yeah, to you. thanks. So, what do you guys think of the news today, like or last night for the ApeCoin Council? There, does anybody know anything about that, or is it just or just me? Hey, Sniper, what's going on? Welcome everybody. It's Yo, Sniper. Go ahead, man. So, I'm good. Um, I actually, I saw some things going on with with ApeDAO, but I didn't get a check in too deep on it i'm hoping you might know a little bit more. well i know some like hearsay stuff so hearsay was that they had a an, kind of like an election for for the job for the ape coin down council and like i think at the last moments some of these guys um like they were voting for one person and then switched their vote at the last second and a whole bunch of like i don't know what's going on like they basically had like a debate on a stage and uh, that debate, kind of like the first the first round, like someone was voted for, like unanimously almost. And then the after the debate, the second round of voting, like he that person that actually got voted in at least the first time around, he lost. So like I believe uh, somebody named G or something like that got voted in. Either way, it's pretty cool. I don't know if I would want to do a debate like literally an hour before people are voting. I almost feel like it's kind of a strange thing. I would have I would have done a debate the day before and then been at like at the end of the day like the basically during the election process I would have just been like chilling up on stage with some people and talking but I I sure as heck wouldn't be answering questions anymore because I don't know man you should be worried about having, you know, I don't know, you should also do your research like if you're going to you're going to do this like job and you're going to go up on stage to like interview for it in front of like hundreds of people. <laughs> it's, it's already tough enough to like interview in front of like five or six people. You know what I mean? Like go through five or six people at a company to get a, you know, make sure that they like you and stuff like that. It's really difficult to just imagine having 700 people like 
either vote like more than 700 people, but in the space there was like 700 people. And it's like, why would you want to be interviewed by seven? <laughs> like so many. And, and the thing is, Lucas, they don't have full representation of the community. Like Nobody. I don't even know yeah. about like, yeah, I don't even know about like what's going on over there. And then like, it's kind of, uh, how did these particular individuals get uh, first input inputted into these uh, spots? And, you know, like, so yeah, if, that's number one. Number two, you can't, even if you give a perfect, uh, you can't please everyone, you know, like all the time. So like, even in those scenarios, like I do find that type of interview system kind of, you know, weird where it's like, I need to prove to the whole crowd that I'm good enough, you know, like, uh, so I don't know, like the whole process within myself has been very kind of off putting where I don't even participate. Yeah, you know? no, I get it. Trust me. Like just imagine, these uh, just because you hold an ape uh, doesn't make you uh, you know a great judge of like, like interview. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make you ask the right questions, doesn't make you have the right decisions. Like it's it's uh, it's kind of like a political thing. Like if all of a sudden he says the wrong thing, hey, who do you support in uh, the election in 2016 or something like that? It's over with, right? Like half the people <laughs> that are on here are you know a certain type of supporter. So you just don't know, right? You just don't know. So it's interesting. But yeah, so I think that's what, that's basically what happened, guys. Um, it's interesting. There's just too much to, there's too much of that, like, speculation of, like, why, why certain things happened, why didn't, why certain things did not. Go ahead, Sniper. Everything going on over at BUSC, I mean, <clears throat> I love their community and everything. Great people over there that I've met. But I mean, a as they go forward, I, I just can't keep up with them anymore. I mean, of course, I'm not in the community, I'm not in the ecosystem in any way. But like you said, it's almost, I don't want to say it's getting too political over there, but it's so much stuff going on from Jimmy the Monkey to the Dow to the, I mean, it would it would be a hassle just to keep up with everything. And I know people are probably, you know, that's your job, you know, if you're in the community to keep up with it. Maybe if that was my main profile picture, I'd be in it. But I see it from the from the far and I'm just like, man, I can't keep up with it. Yeah, that's what I'm well, sniper. Even even from somebody who's like, I've got three apes. Uh, it's too much for me because, uh, like you just said, and then within all of that, I'm trying not to get scammed as well, right? You know, so yeah. like, oh, within all of that, I gotta also stay safe. So it's almost like you almost like take two steps back instead of diving deeper because you're like, uh, I don't know what to trust and what not to in certain cases, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you got the staking you have like, I don't know, there's just there's so much I mean, I would be I know people were selling apes or things were getting sold that were staked or something. I could be misspeaking on that. But yeah, too much for me, man. I'm I'm gonna be real happy with my cool cat and continue to rock cool it with that. Cats. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I, I think sure. it's a, before I call on Nick over here. I think it's a it's pretty tough to like. I don't know, like you could literally say one wrong thing or it's like rule by mob mentality. It feels like a little bit like popularity contest. And I don't think popularity contest is the way to like, like make this work. It, it should be like your skill set, And then like popularity, like high school popularity should not even come into this, but that's literally what it was. It was like, Hey, what color do you like better? Red or green? <laughs> It's like, what? well, well, you said something like mob mentality turns into that's what I'm saying, you know, very that's what quickly. I'm saying. And I think that's literally what happened where, you know, people were asking him hard questions just to try, you know, to create more dramatic effect and stuff like that. And I, I can't say that I was there. All I can say that 
like where it happened and where it happened was, you know, not the most kind, I would say space. Um, go ahead, Nick Young. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It makes me think of, um, like there, there is kind of like a flawed mentality with being able to like buy votes. Right. Yeah, of course. Cause it like, it, it is a popularity contest, but it's really not in the sense that like, you know, like the presidential election is cause like that's a popularity contest where you need to sway like numbers of people but in, in this it's kind of like it's still politics because you're voting anything with voting is politics and um like you have to sway the right people who have the deepest pockets really because if you looked at like the percentage of like proposals made you know what i mean like there was people with like 16 percent sway and it's just like that one person's opinion is worth so much more than so many others because they just so happen to somehow accumulate more power. Well, you could also sway by having the person up on stage and you being the host and having influence and saying, hey, what about this question? Hmm, I don't really like your answer to that question. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's definitely a way to make, make things change in this space, I think. And I'm not saying they did that. I'm just saying I just wouldn't go up on a stage of 700 people and do that. What's up, Snipe? Yeah, not only that, um, going up on a stage for one can be stressful for, for people, but to go up on a stage with that many people and then try to just really watch everything you say, that in itself can be. So, I mean, even for someone who might be a more talented speaker or have that experience, I mean, they could they could sway just easily by having the that smoothness in their voice or, you know, whatever it may be. But there's there's many ways they could sway, I feel like. Not that, not that you're wrong. Yeah, there's there's a ton of ways, but it came down to like whales, according what I what I was listening to. So, I don't know. Let's keep it. I'm, I'm gonna keep it. I'm trying to keep it more positive in this space. Like that's my number one thing right now. That's just some of the news that's happening around here. So, I'm glad that someone got. You know, obviously the community seems to be happy with whoever got voted in to that job. It was a very high paying job, so that's great. As long as they're happy, that's all that matters, I guess. Um, I'm more of a, a fan of like you know hire the right person for the job. I don't really care if people, people actually like them. Um, they're going to get the job done, you know, like, he's, Oh, he didn't buy me coffee. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm mad at him. You know, like, I don't know. Kind of weird. So, um, got a couple people on stage here that are, you know, basically I, I asked out to, uh, come to the space to like, tell us their stories today. Um, they kind of crossed over by accident cause I, I, um, invited both of them and, you know, basically they came at the same time rather than, uh, I didn't get an answer back from, from fatty, but fatty, I'm glad you're here. My man, fatty and sniper are here today, guys, to tell us their origin story. We have an hour and a half show going here. So 15 minutes already in, we got plenty of time to do this. So sniper, why don't you introduce yourself and we'll go right at the fatty bags. You can, uh, fatty, we can, we'll go, we'll, uh, we'll take your story next after snipers. If that's okay with you, man. Yeah, man. Um, so thanks for having me, uh, for one. But so I started, shoot, uh, I was just looking at some old NFTs. I think the end of 2020 is when I hopped into the space. Um, that was, I hopped in with like Top Shot, stuff like that, uh, and then would go to Zed. Um, I have the notorious story of fading BAYC at point like three, point four. Uh, I saw all the collections come out. I still was not a big fan of them. Um, you know, shout out to Seneca. You know, she did the art over there. But, I mean, other than that, I, I just didn't like it. You know, wish I would have grabbed it. 
fast forward a little bit, you know, I would see some collections, but I think Cool Cats was one of the, I guess you would say blue chips that I jumped into first. Um, my big story there was I was gifted my cat that you see as my profile picture. Um, I was gifted that cat from Klon himself nice. uh, early on. Yeah, so it was it was really cool. And uh, that's been my whole image. I've never changed my profile picture, but maybe like once or twice. So I try to keep it with this. And I just really saw NFTs in the beginning. I was like, you know, I'm not the best trader, um, but I definitely feel like I could use the IP to my advantage and make this who I am. Uh, really felt Cool Cats was like family friendly. It could be anywhere. People could see it, recognize it. So at the time, um, you know, I was really thankful for for Klon doing that for me. Um, he knew that uh, I was not someone who was loaded with money. And he was just like, yo, you're really kind in the community. Would love to have you a part of it. Gifted it to me. So from there, I had been in the space. Uh, then we fast forward to like November because that's July-ish whenever Cool Cats launch. I think July 13th, 14th is when I get the cat. Uh, fast forward to November. I've been in the space about a year at that point. Um, and then I would start up the podcast, which is mainly what I do now. Uh, I have a podcast and I do weekly episodes. Um, I've had a bunch of great people on there. And I just felt like with the podcast being in a year, I didn't want to do the podcast as soon as I started because I felt like I would have no experience. So how could I help someone else whenever I didn't know myself? That was kind of rough. So once I felt like I had a little bit of knowledge, I felt like my biggest thing to do in the space was help others learn about the space. You know, a lot of people here, Web3 or NFTs, mainly NFTs, and think negative. So I was wanting to learn about other people, the founders, the creators, the builders of the space. Um, and I figured, how could I learn about them? and also teach other people. So that's how I kind of treat the podcast as a, as a platform to not only learn about it myself, but hopefully introduce at least one person to someone new each time I do an episode. It's been very fun. We're at like 40, 45 episodes. I've been doing it for a little over a year now. So from November 21st or 22nd of 2021 until now, um, ended up getting injured in June at NFT NYC. So it's been a little bit of a, of a balancing act. Um, still injured from that. So it's been about six, seven months with that. Um, but as of right now, I'm just in the space. I'm tr I've been strictly web three for two years now. So it's been really fun, really eye opening experience. You know, I'm super young. I'm only 26. Um, so yeah, as of right now, that's who I am. Just basically a podcaster. Was a trader for a little bit, but uh, was not successful after I decided to fade BAYC early in the days. So I took that as my red flag early on and had some fun here and there. Met a lot of great people, but yeah, just building in the bear market and love it. Yeah, yeah love it, Slamper. Yeah. Nice, dude. That's a good. I, I did not know about your origin story. That was pretty dope. So I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, man. Hold on one sec. Uh, Fatty Bags, what's up? Let me introduce Fatty Bags just for a sec, everybody. Fatty Bags is one of the best artists over on Reddit. So Reddit avatars he came from, and he's one of the best artists over there. So it's a very great honor to have him up here. What's up, Fatty Bags? Also really nice guy. What's happening? What's Yo. happening? Yeah, you know, it's, 
<laughs> I appreciate you having me up, bro. Uh, Sniper, thanks for sharing your story, dude. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like the positivity that you guys have here. It's got a, a real nice professional demeanor. Um, I haven't had the pleasure of sitting in on one of these really with you, Lucas, yet. Uh, so thanks for having me up, Absolutely. dude. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny, man. The the I'll make my my uh, origin story TLDR for you because it's it's rather lengthy. But uh, it's kind of funny that the Reddit thing has been kind of a defining factor uh, to a lot of people in the NFT space, uh, just because they didn't know me from the DeFi space uh, beforehand. And for me, the Reddit art was really a side quest uh, to everything else that I've been doing in the space for for many many years. So going back, like. Let's see to the days of Mount Gox uh, and the milk crates in the apartments when we were mining Bitcoin. Like that's that's where the origin really starts. Like way People back don't when. Even know what Mount, uh, Mount Gox is, dude. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Let's just say it was. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> and that's what I've noticed too, because I'm a DeFi guy. I came from DeFi. My origins are DeFi. Uh, you know, I've been heavy deep in crypto for a long time, but Mount Gox was the first rug of all rugs. Um, I sometimes will go to sleep and just remember how much Bitcoin that I had on that exchange. And when it hit the all time high, I just, you know, want to cry myself Ouch. to sleep sometimes, but that's, that's not a, that's not a healthy way to think. And, you know, obviously you got to get back up on the horse. So, uh, you know, it started back in the day, uh, we were mining Bitcoin. All my buddies, uh, said, Hey, cryptocurrency is the next big thing. I looked at it as a risk taker and jumped on board. Um, you know, fast forward several years uh, to last year's crypto winter, a little before that, um, I joined up as the uh, CMO for Olympus Dow. Uh, I helped bring Olympus from, I believe it was uh, just double digit millions uh, a market cap to a $4.1 billion market cap in six month, months through uh, marketing strategies and growth hacks, Damn. et cetera. So we... Yeah, we went ham on that, bro. And then what was cool about it is that I was uh, I helped build what what is still probably the largest DAO uh, in DeFi. Uh, I ran a team of 35 people under me in the marketing department, uh, and we built that DAO out from the ground up. So we set a lot of these precedents and and uh, ways that things should be run in DAOs to keep them running smoothly. Uh, the crazy part with parabolic growth uh, is that you're dealing with so many like an influx of so many people joining. Um, you have to weed out bad actors and you also have to be able to identify unicorns, et cetera. So we coined a lot of it. My team personally, I coined a lot of ways of finding talent in the space, uh, digging through the scam artists, um, so on and so forth. So rocking DeFi with Olympus for a long time. Uh, while I was doing that, I was hosting Twitter spaces uh, that were actually large community events. FOMO uh, is what they were called. Um, and we bring a lot of people in DeFi together. And it kind of gave me my stage exposure that I needed at the time. Uh, so I took advantage of that and I said, hey, you know what? <laughs> I kind of like drawing. So uh, after a, a couple heavy bong rips in the middle of the night, I started making uh, my project, Aplians, and I started to draw uh, these one of ones. And in the beginning, it started off slow, you know, and it was just, uh, I didn't even know if it was going to fucking hit. It was 0.3 ETH. Like, okay, whatever. You know, I'm doing these shock drop auction you know auctions for my community uh and then peak bull i think by the end of it i was doing sixty thousand dollars a piece uh for my art and i'm going okay that's fucking fire that's amazing you know, oh it was hitting yeah it was hitting so my nft project took off and what it is is it's comprised of just a lot of really uh big whales and ogs and homies uh in the DeFi 
community. So grateful for that. Um, fast forward even more. Uh, Reddit actually, fast I was forward, you know hey, sitting in one of my alpha group dates here. Yeah, like fast forward and <laughs> which fast forward. Yeah, to... no, no, no. It's I know we're talking we're talking fucking gaps of years, but no, from from Olympus till let's say what when was the first cohort of Reddit? Shit, it's been so long now. Let's say like six months ago, I think is when Reddit reached out yep. to me uh, in one of the uh, one of the alpha groups, and they said, "Hey, you know, we like your art." is this, you know, would you be interested on, you know, helping us do this project? And they're very vague about it. It wasn't like we're cranking out NFTs, baby. It was, do you want to just do some art for Reddit? I'm like, well, Reddit's fucking huge. Why not? You know, it's great exposure. This will be fun. Uh, very shortly into that, probably the first week I realized I was like, oh, these guys are calling NFTs, digital collectibles and avatars. I see what they're doing because the sentiment on Reddit and generally in that entire sector was that NFTs were a scam. They're bad for the environment, yada, yada, yada. So they had to figure out a way to convince a large amount of retail and their their consumer base to trust what they were doing with these avatars. So, of course, I was on board. I was like, fuck, yeah, let's see how it goes. So, uh, you know, we spent, I think, a couple months working through the different designs with multiple artists. Uh, and then we had the first launch, the first cohort of the Reddit NFTs. And that took, I think, like a month to sell out across all the artists. And I think there was like something like 30 artists. So we were like, OK, it's a slow burn. People are catching on. Um, but what I saw was a massive opportunity for retail adoption. And that's what got me excited. You know, I said, I don't give a fuck how long this takes to sell out. What we're doing is we're onboarding a lot of people into this space and this whole Trojan horse, quote unquote, uh, ethos that Reddit is employing, which is these are digital collectibles. These are avatars. Uh, it's allowing people to interact with Web3 unknowingly. But once they figure out that they have this chance to make money off of their collectible, uh, they get hooked on the ecosystem potentially. So what I did was I positioned myself to take, you know, to be a bridge between them figuring out they have an avatar on the Reddit forums going, Oh shit, this is a $2,000 or 3000 or five ETH Midas mm -hmm. uh, to, to jumping in and learning about web three, because now they want to know what else is going on in the ecosystem. So yeah, I said TLDR, I get a little <laughs> long winded. I do apologize. But uh, yeah, and then fast forward one more fucking, uh, you know, like three more months or two more months, cohort two drops and we sold out in 24 hours. I think my collection sold out in five hours or something like that. And uh, now I'm just here spreading the good word of DeFi and uh, Web3. Yeah, I love it, man. Uh, glad to have Reddit people over here. Although a lot of Reddit people came over at first. I'm not sure they're, I'm not sure they're here anymore, man. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? They're, they are. They are. Um, the thing is, is that we retained a lot of them. And like, that's what I'm always preaching to is that through education, we gain retention in Web3. And like having those guys here is important because they're the greenhorns of this generation of, you know, and when I say generation, that literally could be three months <laughs> in it this totally space. Is. It moves yeah, so fast. I was, I was hearing your story and I was yeah. like, wait, how long is he talking about? And then you're like, six you months later, I'm like, wait, talk. six months? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does feel dude, like yeah. I have to admit, every two months feels like literally a half a year. So like, I get it, man. I get it. It is. It totally is, man. And that's the thing in this space too, as a founder and, and, and creators or just participants in this space, that one month is equal to three, you know, three months is equal to six, six months is equal to a fucking year and a half. Um, 
it really does move that fast. Uh, so yeah, they're here, bro. Uh, to answer your question, they're here. They're still, you know, a lot of them have branched out and they've gone from my Aplians ecosystem where they've learned how not to get fucking scammed. Uh, you know, what projects to look out for learning a lot of the, the web three and, and, uh, you know, NFT DeFi basics. And now they're in like other projects and I see them buying nfts and actively participating and that's the goal right it's like to bring them into the ecosystem and have them be the next quote-unquote generation of buyers and builders in this ecosystem yep, that's actually true um 100 my man i agree do you think uh do you think the reddit folks are actually taking part more in the ecosystem and like buying other nfts now or are they more of uh are they more just holding on to their assets and you know uh, using them as profile pictures and coming in like dunk on us what do you think no i i don't think there's any of the dunking or any of that wild nefarious shit i think that the split between the two like this reddit versus twitter was a bunch of bullshit and i i stood up on a soapbox telling people that it's unhealthy for the the ecosystem as a whole because we're all web three together in this but um no they're definitely buying nfts bro they're enjoying the shit out of it i actually was talking to uh one of one of the newbie guys that came in with reddit and he's so deep he's like shot calling nfts he's like bro you gotta check this out this one's out i, I made point two eth and i'm just like i feel like a, a happy dad bro nice. <laughs> like i'm just happy to see him enjoying it you yeah know? that makes sense you know and as it should be right so I think uh, I think those, I think everybody should be like happy in this space and definitely you know you're you're definitely one of the more positive people and that's why I like having you on the space like the positive folks up here like this is what I'm this is what I'm all about he's always fatty bags is always throwing positivity crypt king is sniper is like we're all we should all like try to stay as positive as possible because this space man there's just there's so much drama there's so many drama spaces and all these other things that are going on like on a regular basis like I hope this is kind of like your uh, you know, you're, you're, you're in a storm on a, in a ship and, you know, you pull into like a safe Harbor. Like that's what this is, right? We're not here to like hate on people, dunk on people, any of that stuff, at least not yet. Oh shit. No, I'm just kidding. And most, most negative news cycles are like 72 hours and they're yeah. gone, you know? So like getting caught up in it is like waste of your mental. That's time. what I'm talking about. So nice dude. I like your, I like your origin story there. Fatty bags. You've got, uh, you've got some history, my man. Um, all right, so I, I've noticed nobody's like really retweeting the space out here, guys. It's right at the top. Give it a little retweet of the space, and uh, I can see I can keep going with questions. Just take a second, reach up there, pin to the top, hit the old retweet button. All right, I see some. I see some. I see some. Good enough. No cap. Good times. So, um. What are you guys looking forward to? And like right now, I'm going to ask some probably some repetitive questions over and over again. But what are you guys looking forward to the most in 2023 right now? I want to get an answer from every single one of uh, one of you up on stage. So Sniper, what are you looking forward to most in 2023? Hands down, probably it's going to sound weird, but I'm looking forward to what Nike's doing with Dot Swoosh. So, you know, they if anyone don't know, they have a little... I don't know if it's going to be their marketplace or, or how they're doing it, but Dot Swoosh is their little closed beta. Was lucky enough to go to one of the events and uh, get one of those. So I'm really looking forward to what they do and uh, any of the big companies that are truly building. Yeah, uh, uh, I like that one, man. That's definitely uh, I, I like Dot Swoosh and what they're doing. I don't know exactly what they're going to end up having or doing, but we'll see. You know, like Nike's kind of playing it close to the vest a little bit too. 
Very cool. What about you, Crip King? I'm looking forward to seeing the next phase of other side, you know, the SDK rollouts to partnership builds. I'm, uh, I'm looking to see that so we can like turn the page. I think like we're kind of in this stuck pattern on a lot of people are waiting to see what's going to happen with them. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And so we could like kind of move forward, you know? Absolutely. Fatty bags. What are you looking forward to? Oh, I'm looking forward to what Polygons is doing. Their BD team is, they've been crushing it as far as retail adoption goes. They're getting a lot of partnerships. Uh, they're definitely playing the long game and they're building uh, head down in the bear market. So I'm huge on that. Uh, I think they're they're doing a really good job there. Uh, I'm, I'm also, <laughs> as fucked as this sounds, I'm looking forward to see what happens with regulations so i can stop questioning in my head what the fuck is going to happen next in the space i want these lawmakers politicians general assholes to to tell us what they what they think they're going to do and how they're going to do it um i don't know if it's going to be as straightforward as that but what i'd like to what i'd like to know uh is where this space is headed there's a lot of uncertainty but in my eyes uh you know i think we will prevail um as a community and as an ecosystem yeah I, I, who knows, right? At the end of the day, we don't know. There's not enough guidance. Um, yeah, can't really talk about that as much, just because I'm not a, you know, I'm not an expert in that's that category. But uh, yeah, Captain Cap Cap Captain Cole, what's up, my man? Um, what is uh, what are you looking forward to in 2023, man? Look, 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 Lucas B. What's Yo. up, brother? How's everybody doing? GM, GM, great to see you, Sniper and Fatty Bags. Appreciate you guys sharing your stories and. And what you're doing in the space great stuff guys uh sniper i still i shot you a follow as well fatty bags i just i hit that as well man sniper i've actually been kind of doing the s same thing i've uh i got i got a few more episodes i'm about a uh, hundred and 140 some in but uh, i got a very very similar show and i'd love to have you on and vice versa whatever i can do to help you out all man. right stop stop shilling your but, stop shilling your but, thing man but I'm Let's go. What are you what are you looking forward saying. to in like 2023? What, what am I looking forward to? What am I looking forward to is some stuff that I'm building, man. There's the Diamond Hand Media Group in it and it's not a fucking show. I'm just I'm really looking forward to being able to roll out some innovative stuff that I don't really think anybody has thought about from an IRL networking event experience. Everybody hates the events. Everybody talks about how they buy the ticket and it's completely pointless. And there's your pain point, and I want to provide the solution to it. So I'm very excited to be able to start kind of working on some of those nice, things. Nice, man. Congratulations. I'm in that category too, so uh, watch out, Captain Cole. Um, Piero, what's up, man? What, what, are you, uh, what are you looking forward to in 2023? Go for it. Uh-oh. I think we have just a uh, hello, Piero. All right. Piero was just hanging out. No cap. What are you looking forward to in 2023? Yo, 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 GM, GM, everybody. Um, I'm looking towards uh, a lot of what has been said. I agree with Crip King. I think the other side's a big a big thorn in the side of uh, of innovation right now until it drops. Um, everybody's kind of just waiting. But uh, I also like Polygon, all the stuff they're, they're doing. A lot of good stuff already brought up. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff. Yep, there is. Absolutely. We have uh, Mariana on stage again. What's up, Mariana? Question to you. What are you looking forward to most in 2023 in 60 seconds or less? What do you go for it? Yeah, just honestly, create. I'm excited to see what is going to be created in the metaverse space, just more so from a education 
standpoint and content standpoint. Um, there's at least five metaverses that I'm following right now. So I'm just kind of curious to see how much of that is going to be pushed and educated across uh, the different platforms, but as well as, you know, showing how the NFTs could be leveraged in different, you know, use cases and utilities within the metaverses. So yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to be I'm, I'm excited for the building era, <laughs> but glad to be here um, for, the, I think it's like my fifth day in a row or something. Nice. So Thanks for here. being here five days in a row. What's up? Love it. Yeah. So what metaverses <laughs> are you tracking? I, I mean, you just said the ones, yeah, which ones? Yeah, of course. Yep. So of course I have the central land, which I'll always make content for, but I've been diving into spatial. There has been motiverse motiverse. I've been, um, actually a few of my friends have been making more content there. So trying to keep track with the motiverse community. And then actually my, one of my friends at immersed, they created their, their own centralized metaverse, which will be like a business professional metaverse called immersed Manhattan. So I'll be, um, focused on that one as well and then alt space so those are my my top five metaverses that i will be tracking and hopping in to make some content so yeah very cool very cool if i can touch on like i totally agree on the metaverse like uh because right now you see competition from spatial and on cyber they're kind of like uh alpha each other like kind of uh so like i think you should definitely have exposure to both of those decentraland just started the rentals like where they're renting out uh, spaces so like that that got a spike in the floor so that you need to watch out for that and then of course other side sandbox all of these and i'm looking forward to like you know when we can all connect you know like i should be on one street which is one uh metaverse and be able to jump over to another one so interoperability when that comes out is going to be amazing i think that's kind of what other side is going to touch into in, in a sense you know absolutely makes sense to me yeah even right now um there's people making wearables that are you know, they're trying to you know then have it be transferable to another one so actually there's a company called sandstorm they have this um, initiative to, you know, for example, you make a wearable in the central land, they'll help you convert that to a different um, wearable for that other metaverse. So I think yeah. we're gonna, I think, I think we're gonna see on a lot of that in 2023s. Agree, um, agree. And then yeah. like, if you look like a dead fellas at what they did with the meta rap uh, that they did a while back, kind of uh, that leads towards, you know, future innovation of other projects that I think will also like multi-wrap their uh, certain things to be able to be in different metaverses. Plus, I think in next year as well, we'll see more uh, celebrity slash, you know, when I say celebrity, we have celebrities also in our community as well, Web3 celebrities that will do more metaverse tokenized uh, type of uh, parties and type of things. So, I think that's going to be huge. I think the first time Decentraland does a thing where a, let's say a comedy show that's in the real world gets uh, ticket sales for like metaverse and then actually does double shows where you have, you know, maybe one night is a live show and then the next night is like a metaverse show. Like that's going to be huge because it's going to connect real people. So I definitely am excited about all that for sure. Yeah, even like streaming like conferences, I can see like an NFT LA or, you know, New York City, you know, working with someone in one of these metaverses and be like, hey, 
Uh, maybe there's like, if you pay $5, like say you can pay $600 for the IRL ticket. If you pay $5, you can have access to a online stream or something, right? And that could be in yep. the metaverse or whatever. Yeah, so. you know, like a virtual a New York uh, NYC NFT, you know, like something like that, that's uh, you like giving exposure both ways where like people get certain exposure if they're there physically, but then you also have uh, a metaverse exposure where you could still, uh, you know, still do your speeches, still do everything, but, you know, be there virtually. You hey, know? so I got a question I pinned to the top real quick. Um, this is a question that's been being debated regularly in spaces. And I, I had this, I mean, I already had this opinion back in August of 2021. And, uh, but, you know, let's see what you guys think. Do you think the term NFT will be used in the future or will it just go away? So answer the question at the top. Give me your, give me your response and, uh, you know, or just smash the purple button on the bottom right hand corner of the space and answer right there if you'd like. And I'd love to know what you guys' thoughts are in this, in this space real quick. Will, I think I'll let Sniper, Sniper, yeah, go, go for it. it. Oh, fuck. Uh, so I think it, it will it'll still be there. I definitely think it'll still be there. I definitely think you will see things like digital avatars pop up and who's to say something else doesn't, you know, come up in the future. I do think it's a possibility, but I think NFTs, I mean, they will always be a non fungible token. So as long as that remains true, I mean, I think we'll always have the name, but we'll just see other iterations or, you know, other people play with different words. Yeah, I agree. I feel like NFT will always be like, you know, the the backbone, the history, right? Um, even I think it's just going to be, yeah, other words are going to be used um, in reference or in slang of NFTs or in the non-fungible tokens. So kind of like how Poaps, now there's like different ways, you know, many people uh, design like kudos and um, there's other ones that I can't think of. But yeah, just taking an idea and just kind of rebranding it so it doesn't sound as maybe overused right <laughs> but yeah the utility and concepts and underlying you know functions of nfts will always yeah exist. i think the i think the term's a little like hard to stick with but we'll see crip king what do you think man I think uh, it's going to be gone. Uh, I think one thing that, that Trump did, uh, he said digital uh, baseball card, like digital, like that was the one thing that I was like, oh, shit, he actually understands that part. Like, well, whoever wrote that. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I think that. definitely digital <laughs> asset, digital NFT, I think is going to be uh, ancient and going away because Starbucks and all these people don't want that type and whatever the mass usually does is what we're, we'll gravitate towards of course old heads like us will always use the word nft you know i won't as soon as it changes that's like saying hey man show me a jpeg of your kids or you know a png of your friends it's like no dude you say show me a picture and then the, the answer the question will then be is that on chain that's my estimate but go ahead fatty bags yeah i was gonna say fatty sorry to i saw your hand up oh no man it's no stress at all no i'm easy um, yeah, I think ultimately I, I never want to see the underlying tech, uh, be forgotten necessarily because an NFT is an NFT. So I think it's something that we should continue to use. Uh, but I also do agree with some of the points that were set up here. I mean, no one's going to be, you know, eventually it might just be that underlying tech where people don't refer to it as an NFT. I think for mass adoption, retail adoption, uh, there's a level of, demystifying and maybe like de-tabooing 
NFTs with the digital avatars and collectibles, et cetera. And if that is what we need to do uh, to bring more people into the space, then so be it. But uh, ultimately, I would hate for people to forget that the underlying tech is there. Uh, and that should always be something that people think about. Yeah, us tech nerds are not going to forget like they're, you know, they're non-fungible tokens. It's just that it's, um, I think it's got a lot of negative association with it. And I think it's just anytime I mention an NFT anywhere, people just like laugh and go, oh, what are you like, 20? Um, and it's like a digital collectible makes sense. And when they, like you said, Crip King, um, that the digital collectibles that just came out, they called them uh, baseball cards. It actually can like literally confused my brothers who support that guy. And they didn't go, they didn't go and like buy a few. And then I was like, you know, you can still get them on the secondary. They're like, yeah, but now they're double the price. And I'm like, so what? I thought you liked, <laughs> thought you liked them. Aren't they just really good looking cards? Just hold on to them. You're a supporter. He, uh, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they're not going to buy. It. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's critical to like kind of like get away from like the file format or like the technology that they are and to say, oh, is that an NFT? It's like people don't care. I think there's like a negative, negative connotation, like I said, but you know, I could be wrong. Go ahead, uh, Colt. What's up, man? Go ahead, Pyro. You put it up for me. I'll go next. You're good. Oh, shit. You're too kind. No, it's all good. Um, I think the question, you know, you guys are talking about here is a good question, but, uh, you know, do you think the term NFT will be used in the future? Um, I think you guys are right. It'll always be used in some form of legacy fashion, you know, whether it's, you know, just referring to the old tech or the underlying tech or whatever it is. But I think the interesting question is, is like, what exactly is going to be the Kleenex of NFTs? Like, what is, what is it going to be that's going to bring mass adoption? And I think it's going to depend on the network. I mean, you know, you've got your your digital avatars with Reddit. You've got your, you know, your digital baseball cards. You've got, you know, stuff in gaming. Um, the interesting thing that, you know, that I've thought about is, you know, what, what if these governments start you know, issuing these central bank currencies and they want to do like an NFT on top of their system. Like at, at what point and at what network do these non-fungible tokens, you know, become centralized enough that they're really not non-fungible anymore? Yeah, I don't think they'll never you not know? be non-fungible, but I know what you're saying. I kind of get your yeah. point because a non-fungible token cannot yeah. be, you know what I mean, duplicated because of the token number and stuff like that. So, but I get it. Ca Captain Cole, what do you think, man? You know, I, 60 I seconds or less. Much agree with it. Everybody. Let's yeah, go. Man, 60, that's what I do. All right. So I think they're going to be like hieroglyphs on the pyramids, right? I think that's what we're going to look at. We're going to be the crazy ones that know what it's all about and that have the true value in the end. But I think NFTs are only one small portion of this entire thing. I think we're forgetting that web three one day isn't going to be called web three it's just going to be the next iteration of the internet and i look to industries music gaming sports food and fashion are the five that i continuously talk about and you're seeing web three and metaverse trademarks filed every single day for massive massive irl companies that are already well established in in that spot so i think that's what's going to push it forward i think 
NFTs will be one small segment of business, right? Every every company might offer some form of NFT, but I think the broader thing is is offering blockchain technology and everything in between. And when you see companies in these industries start to offer whatever that looks like and they just make it seem seamless to the masses and their customers and like, hey, this is just a new benefit to you, but we've been building it for the last 20 years, I think that's when we're really going to see things start to take off. Right. Yeah, I actually uh, put a tweet out like a year and a half ago that literally said exactly like that. Web3 is literally the next, it's just an iteration, a layer of the internet. It's a blockchain layer of the already existing internet. So we're not really transitioning people from Web2 to Web3. Like you're either in tech or you're not in tech and you're you're just using blockchain now as well. Or you're making your entry into the tech space and the Web3 is your entry point into this space where you could have been doing anything in any walk of life it feels like and now you could be like within the web 3 category which definitely is your uh, a new entry point and gives people like this chance to get into the space that you know you just can't normally get into without like a computer science degree and like 10 years of experience so yeah and as they make it lucas as they make it more dumbed down and easier the ones that have been here earliest and understand the underlying tech and how to use it is going to be the ones that stand out i I believe yeah i hope so and um you know i'm a big fan of you know the right people being like in these spaces and, and chatting and educating and stuff like that too it's very important to like kind of be as inclusive as possible of like new people that are like crypto curious or nft curious right they don't know they're coming in to learn we should be like super welcoming to them and not just like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just let like OGs on my stage. And then like, all of a sudden we start like, you know, people are like looking up at the stage going, man, I'm never going up there. It's brutal. I don't want to like go up on that stage. Well, it sounds like you're describing the maxi mindset, yeah, I'm not a maxi, right? Where you so. kind of keep the stage and you kind of like push everyone out that doesn't think the same. So I totally Yeah, agree. there's a lot of, and I'm not hating on any particular space. I just noticed that there's a lot of spaces I won't even go up on stage because it's just not a friendly, not a friendly place to be. What's up, no cap? Uh, yeah, I just want to chime in on this NFT term, right? Because I think that like a huge part of it and like the part that, really like interests me a lot is always like because people are applying right now we're like applying a lot of nft nfts to like regular use cases that like we're like swapping them out right for things that already exist and like systems that already exist but like once nfts are like doing things they have use cases that are in people's everyday lives where they're not just being called nfts they're being called whatever they're doing with them whether it's like they're like points for Starbucks or whatever, like things like that, where it's like people are referring. That's when we're going to see, I think, the the like drop of the term. Yeah, I think it's already happening. I think in 2023, by the end of 2023, we will not be using it as much. Maybe we might, and we might be saying NFT just because we're so used to saying it for like, I mean, for me, it's been over two years. So yeah, I mean, I could, I, I have no problem saying like a, you know, digital asset, you know what I mean? Like, cause that's what it is. These are digital assets to make, make it as short as possible. Digital collectibles, just yeah. a mouthful to me. Um, so I don't know. We'll see, like, we'll see what catches on, but I think digital collect or digital assets where it's at. This is my opinion. So fatty bags back to you, my man. Tell me something good, man. What's next for you in 2023? Are you dropping any? new collections, new art, anything like that? Like, how are you going to get more Redditors over here? Because I can tell you, man, 
there's not enough Redditors that know they even have a digital asset over there. <laughs> yeah, it's something that I've fucking coined the uh, the drip onboarding, bro. It's kind of funny you watch it happen on Reddit quite a bit. Somebody will have an avatar that they bought, uh, you know, just because they like the art. And then they'll be in their favorite subreddit talking. And then somebody responds to them and goes, dude, how did you get a Midas? Like, and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Don't you know that your avatar is five ETH right now? Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? And then it's like, oh shit, I have an asset that's worth (laughs) thousands of dollars. What is this? And so what we've seen with Reddit is that that drip onboarding where it's this slow, steady, uh, pull of, you know, a handful of people, I don't know the rate, but, uh, you know, groups of people coming over that are realizing it, that they had no idea they had this digital asset or collectible. Um, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely interesting to see. I think the, the next, well, what I did was I, I, you know, awarded everyone that held any of my NFT work, um, I dropped a, a mothership pass, right? <clears throat> the idea behind this pass was that you could sell my collectible. So you could take my avatar that you bought, sell it, get liquid, buy something else in the ecosystem, but you're still exposed to all of Fatty Bags' artwork. So what I do is if you still hold that pass, it was free. I didn't put any royalties on it at all. It wasn't a cash grab. It wasn't any bullshit at all. All it was was to reward people for supporting my craft and my art early on. So they can sell their avatar, but they hold that pass and uh, they're going to get airdrops, be entered into raffles, et cetera. So I'm built, I just finished the ERC 1155 last night with one of my developers. Uh, we got some cool, let's just say without being shilly, we got some cool shit coming uh, for the new nice. year, bro, for sure. Nice. We're building. So, you're, are you, so basically, do you have a community somewhere that lives somewhere or is it on, is it on Reddit? Is it in Discord? Where is it? No, it's in, it's in Discord. Uh, it is discord.gg slash aplians. You can find it in my link tree in my profile if you guys want to check out my work or come into my server. Um, like I said, it's a, a community of, of DeFi whales and heavy-pocketed people who have been in this space for a really long time. And now we've we've gained a lot of uh, Reddit users, which has been really nice as well. So I set up a large segment of the server for educating these people so they don't get hurt. The last thing we want is somebody to be new to the space and lose everything they've got. And we've seen it time and time again because nobody, including Reddit, was providing education off the rip saying, oh, there's scams on Discord, or if you go deeper into Web3, do this and do that. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people got hurt due to lack of education. So I wanted to provide that for some of the new folks Weird. as well. I like it. I like where your head's at. What do you guys see, uh, Sniper? Tell me, man. What do you see for yourself in uh, twenty in twenty twenty three? Like, what's your what's your like next like couple of moves, if you don't mind me asking? So for me, um, really, it's just so. Like I said, I'm I'm not just crushing anymore. the podcast. Yeah, and that's not even like to show the podcast. It's really just trying to find like-minded people as all of us, like you said, the positivity, the other builders, creators, um, founders, just real artists. I'm real big into traditional art. Uh, and you know, much further than like the Basquiat's we're talking about like the hammer shoys. And nobody like, knows what that is, dude. So that's cool. Don't worry about yeah, it. It's, you know it's, a, it's an artist. But, everybody. <laughs> but that's, that's just what I want. So I want to see just hopefully I get to find more artists, more genuine people, and just see the the space evolve. Hopefully, 
and maybe a bull market. Oh, maybe? that would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, I wish. <laughs> Been a little while. Right? I'd like to see That's that. What I'm saying, but it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a while still. But hey, cr- I, I will. Yeah. Lucas, I I really am looking forward to that. Uh, that cool cat. Oh flow. no, joke, dude. That I agree with. Man. Yup. Crip King, what do you think, man? What's your number one thing in 2023? Uh, yeah, I just want to uh, like create better connections and um, uh, get closer to. I'm traditional art is where I'm diving deep into. So, uh, making a better relationship with the foundation from the Tezos blockchain and trying to become one of their official buyers. That's what I'm looking. That's pretty to. cool, man. Tezos is a sleeping giant, my man. I think. Just my opinion, of course. Mariana, what are you what are you doing? What are your plans for twenty twenty three? What's your number one thing you want to just like you're just gonna come out of the come out of the gates like running and gunning? Mariana. All right, Mariana's done. Um we already know what Cap what Captain Colt wants to do. Um we already know what Piro wants to do. No cap. What do you what do you want to do and like what's your number one thing in twenty twenty three? Go. 2023 is the year of the rabbit, Lucas. All right. That was was a good good promo. I love it. I love it, dude. So I haven't seen that many comments here. Let's see. How many people? (laughs) Hope not. All right. So with that said. What about you? Oh, dude. I never thought anybody would ask. Um. I obviously want to crush this this audio cast. I mean, I've been doing this for more than two years now, and uh, I'm just getting like really, really serious about it right now. And there's this plus events that I've already been doing for you know over about ten years, I guess you could say, in 28 different cities. So I'm actually going to offer um, this plus events plus uh, basically an online community that's going to be all just community based. So um, my, I might, I'm going to be releasing something in 2023 that'll actually give people access to this community. And you got to have access to this community in order to come to the events and all that other stuff. But I'm going to be working with a whole bunch of other like communities as well. This, uh, this 2023 to like, you know, offer them a service as well. So we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes. I can't, I can't give you all my, uh, what I'm, what I'm doing because it seems like this space is a lot of front runners, right? They try to like get in front of you and go, Oh, I'm going to take that idea. So many spaces I've actually said what I was going to do. And they just, that stuff just gets taken instantly. And I'm like, wow. Oh yeah. This space, (laughs) the community is definitely a front run community in all angles and sides. Exactly. So nice. What else guys? So sniper, what else you got for me, man? Um, give me like a 30 second, like, what do you want to say before we end the show here real quick? Tell me, uh, tell me what you're doing. Like, what are you doing? Like starting next week? Got you. So what's that? So definitely big thing that I've been doing a lot is I've been doing art a lot. Loved it my whole life, but I've just recently been starting to share my artworks and stuff. Just put out my first free mint. Um, and that's not for people to go, Oh, like go grab it. It's just, I'm really excited to finally be able to express myself like through, through art and stuff. So that's another big thing, not only coming up this week, but just the coming weeks, uh, being able to do that and expect my, express myself. More. Gotcha. Fatty bags. Yo, 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 man. You know, it, I'm hosting spaces all the fucking time. I'm always I up. I don't get the um, invite. Actually, I don't bro- get the invite. 
Well, you're fucking coming up, bro. We uh, we do them every other day, nice. uh, Monday Mondays through fr- Mondays through Friday. But the uh, the whole premise behind it is uh, I run like an art collective for new artists to kind of help them figure out the the intricacies of the space as well. And it's a f- we're just started up. It's called Fresh Press. So anybody who's like aspiring to become an NFT artist doesn't know where to start. Um, we we kind of vet some of the artists to see you know levels of talent, etc. And then what we'll do is we'll put potentially put resources behind you to help you uh, get to where you need to get, whether that's contractual uh, development, uh, you know, <laughs> actual art tips, uh, fucking web building, all of the stuff that comes with this space that could be difficult. Uh, and then we have a lot of connections in the space for my time here as well. So other than that, man, I'll be, I'll be coming into these Lucas. I appreciate you having me up. Let me spew my shit. Dude, uh, and I'm, I'm really bags. grateful for the positive yeah, vibe. Man, we dude. Love fatty bags. How can you not come up, bro? Of course you're coming up. All right. Captain Colt. Yeah, of course. Captain Colt. Your number one thing you're gonna do, hopefully before the new year, man. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw a little curveball. What are you gonna do? What's your number one thing you want to accomplish before the end of the year? Well, if you asked me that yesterday, Boom. I would have told you one thing, but I already fucking accomplished it. Uh, that was getting my business and personal LLC set up and really pushing things forward with my company and my brand and, and kind of continuing to take leaps of faith. You know, when you jump into entrepreneurship, it's not one big leap. It's multiple leaps of faith. You kind of jump into the canyon and you build the plane on the way down and hopefully that son of a gun flies. So that's what uh, that's what I'm doing. But building every day, man. I, I don't like New Year's resolutions. I don't need the new year. I got it every doggone day. I agree day, with that. I can vouch. I can vouch, man. You've got you've got a super positive vibe also, man. And it's funny how that works. I noticed on YouTube, like if you guys are, ever take a look at this, there'll be like fail videos and right next to the fail video, there'll be like a win video, like humans doing amazing things. And then there's like humans failing. And every time I, I go to watch like one of those episodes, cause I, I, I subscribe to fail army, you know, you know, whatever you're going to do. Um, fail army's got like 20 million views on a fail video and the, the, fail win video um on the other one has got one million views people love to watch other people fail and they actually like you know gossiping about it and all that stuff and i can tell you right now man it's not going to be an easy trek especially in this space so man i'm gonna i've got your back 100 percent. i hope you're like wicked successful dude so i know where i know i've i've actually met uh cap captain colt in like real life really good dude so respect man i hope you uh keep crushing it, keep doing your spaces, keep doing your, you know, I hope your business is wicked successful. Um, and if I could just say Lucas real quick for anybody in the crowd, like, uh, definitely get your business affairs in order. If you're going to run a, uh, something that is resembling a business here, because a lot of times we get in this space, it feels like magic clouds. And then all of a sudden we realize when tax time comes that it's just the regular world all over again. So make sure that you're um, if you're just new in the space, hire a tax attorney, ask them how much their hourly rate is, hire them for one hour, get you a notebook and ask them every question possible. Same thing on a tax accountant, you know, hire these experts and Get this good information because uh, you don't want to build for a whole year and realize you've been doing it wrong at the end of the year, you know. So get all your information at the start of the year and and build successful in this. Boom. Space. I don't disagree. With that said, 
I think that's it, guys. It's uh, it's 9.32. I'm going to wrap this up. It's a little bit shorter of a show. Usually we do like until, you know, 10 a.m. or something like that. But today is another short show. We got to get to work. It's only like two days left in the new year or the old year. Go into the new year. So, guys, thanks. Fatty Bags, Sniper, thanks for coming out today. You guys rock. Um, Crip King always and the rest of everybody that's on the panel and listening. You guys rock. We're here every day, 8.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday through Friday. So hopefully I'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya. A screaming comes a thousand miles. It might be yours. It might be mine. God forgive, but don't forget your